welcome to episode two of the Paper Tiger podcast. This is the first, like, official episode. First official episode. Um, you're here with your two hosts, Z and Jacob. Um, we have a very special guest today. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Nicole. Um, I'm currently a senior at Lick, and I use she, her pronouns. Awesome. Um, so today, we have a very special topic with our special guest. Um, we're going to be talking about fashion and design. So, yeah. yeah, Nicole, do you want to give the listeners a little background on, like, I guess, what you do at Lick with fashion, and then I guess what you did over the summer also as well? Yeah. Um, so I actually took the sewing course last year with Laurel, and I had sewn before that, but I wasn't super into it, I guess, as much as I had been um, during my second semester. And then I actually have a club here at Lick called Sustainable Fashion Club. I run it with two other seniors, Kamara and Sophia, and through the club we just try to kind of like spread awareness about the issue of like climate change like in conjunction with fashion and how it um, really affects our environment and like the waste that we produce. Um, so yeah and then oh over the summer. Yeah. Is, oh, okay. <laughs> so I was at Parsons which is a fashion school in New York and I was doing a sewing and construction program so it was more so to learn about I guess the fundamentals of design and just how you can craft something from just a general idea and make it into something like physical and tangible. So that was really cool and something that I really, really enjoyed as well. Cool. Is it a thing you're looking to pursue after, uh, like, like after you graduate? Um, I think there's like, I've been going back and forth on it, I guess, quite a bit. I really love fashion, but I'm not sure if I'm as passionate about design to want to like pursue that specifically, right. but I definitely want to be in the fashion industry, like, in future career, like, as I get older. Um, what kind of, do you want to expand on, like, Sustainable Fashion Club's mission? Like, what, what kind of ways does fashion particularly um, contribute to climate change? Yeah, so with the rise of consumerism, um, people just buy a lot more clothing than is actually used, and a lot of that goes to waste, especially with um, the rise of fast fashion brands, which, I mean, they're a lot more affordable, so of course it's more openly available, but the issue with that is that a lot of these clothes aren't made well, so they can like kind of tear apart or they can just unravel after like 10 or so wears, which is just not good and contributes to, I guess, a rise in like clothing and landfills, which just overall contributes to waste and to like global warming, there's not enough space for all this trash too that we have. Um, so there's also a lot of things with like denim dyes being like thrown into, I guess, water systems in third world countries and stuff like that. And also with unfair wages for people that are actually working on these clothes. Um, because I guess as someone that sews, like I understand how much time it takes for things to be made and for, you know, the whole process of cutting something out, designing it, um, sewing it up, like it's a lot of work and for these people to be paid like 50 cents an hour is just kind of crazy to me um, and it's very unfair just in the general scheme of things. 
Yeah. Um, as like everyday consumers of fashion, I mean like everyone here wears clothes. Mm -hmm. um, like what is a way that as an everyday consumer, we can be more consumable on like a regular basis or like more sustainable, I guess. Yeah, so there are a lot of ways. I think the biggest one is to just wear um, the clothes that you have. Like there's no issue in buying clothes, but make sure that you wear them until you can't wear them anymore. I think that that's a really big thing because as someone who, you know, loves fashion, like of course I'm going to buy clothes and whatnot. Um, but I think just being conscious of the choices that you make and like, don't just buy something because you see it once and you're like, oh, like maybe I'll wear this, but be really conscious about your choices. Um, also, I guess for like economical reasons <laughs> as well. Um, there are a lot of like sustainable fashion brands that have been popping up um, more recently that I guess they strive to have more fair wages and to just have better ethical practices with what they're doing. Um, but the issue with these brands is that it can be a lot more expensive for just regular people. Um, so it's hard for, especially like younger people that don't really have like a high income or for low income families and people to spend so much money on clothes because I mean, you need to have clothes like <laughs> day to day. But there are things like thrifting. Um, there are a lot of secondhand sellers that can help you, I guess, build a more sustainable closet. But I think what we're trying to focus on this year is just like you can buy clothes, of course, from fast fashion brands, but just try to be more conscious about it. Like I know over or like on TikTok, I think it was last year or maybe over the summer, um, people were spending like thousands and thousands of dollars on places like Shein. And then like all those clothes kind of ended up in thrift stores and in landfills in the end. Um, and I think, yeah, as long as you're being conscious about it, it's really not a big issue. I mean, obviously, don't go and spend, like, $1,000 on clothes <laughs> that you don't need, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to talk a little bit about um, the events that Sustainable Fashion Club did last year and then maybe what you guys are thinking about planning for this year? Yeah, so we, um, in conjunction with, Yes, I'm blanking on. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, another climate change like organization at school, one of the clubs. I'm blanking on the name, unfortunately, but it'll it'll come to me soon. <laughs> um, we hosted a clothing swap, or like we organized that along with Laurel, who was our club advisor and the sewing teacher, sewing and jewelry teacher here at Lick. And so that was just a way for students to kind of donate clothes that they don't really wear as much that's so just been like sitting in their closet and um, I guess they don't need and then putting it into piles for other students to like take and look at it and be like oh like I think I'd wear this so I want to take it and that was just a way for um, I guess students to of course like get new clothes for free but also so that all these clothes aren't ending up in landfills and I guess just like thrown on the side or a lot of clothes that get donated to thrift stores actually unfortunately end up in landfills as well which is something that I didn't know until I was I guess becoming more conscious and aware of like sustainability and fashion so yeah we're definitely planning on having that again uh, we actually got like a really good turnout last year and we had a really big donation pool um, 
And luckily a lot of those clothes were actually um, taken by students and I've seen people wearing like stuff that I brought around and it just makes me feel really happy that you know we were able to do something that was for I guess the good of our community and like the greater um, climate <laughs> that makes any sense. So that has been in the works. We also I know Kamara has been talking a lot about wanting to do more educational I guess talks with our club members about ways to be more sustainable that don't involve like spending a lot of money because I know that that's a factor that um, can come in a lot like I mentioned earlier with all these brands being a bit more expensive than what we're used to now and I guess we haven't spoken as much about more events that we're looking forward to but um, you can follow us I'm blanking on our Instagram too. I think it's Sustainable Fashion LWHS, or maybe the reverse of that on Instagram. And we, also, we will we can put update you there. We'll, we'll link it. Yeah. Yeah. Yay, thank you. Yeah. Um, like moving to a more like social or cultural aspect of fashion, like do you think it's important uh, how like lenient like is around sort of like dress codes? I mean, mm-hmm. at least from the best of my knowledge, I haven't heard of anyone getting dress coded like, and there's like a really large variety of fashions I like, so do you see like an importance behind that? I think it's super important, oh my goodness, especially because I went to a um, private Christian school like pretty much all of my life before coming here, and I'm pretty sure every like religious school has a uniform, so I wore the same thing pretty much every day for like 10 years, and I actually didn't know like how much I loved fashion until I came to Lick and was able to actually like express myself through clothes. And I know that it's really important for a lot of people um, in general. Just you know, outward appearance can say a lot about yourself, not like superficially, but in like a I guess identity sort of way. Um, so I think it's really important that Lick has a really lenient dress code policy, and that students are kind of encouraged to. Um, dress however they want to, to like express themselves in that way. Um, I know there's also, of course, there's like qualms with that, with like, um, maybe people feel pressured to kind of dress a way that other people are, but I mean, for the most part, I guess it's like what you take of it and like how you see fashion and view yourself in fashion. Um, do you have any fashion tips for us, <laughs> students who maybe want to get a little more, a little more fashionable. Yeah, <laughs> add, some, add some variety to our wardrobes. Um, do you want to like expand on that question? <laughs> um, do you, is there like a <laughs> is there like a fashion trend you particularly like, or like a a style of fashion that you have an affinity towards? So. Um, for me, I guess I. I feel like when I think about my personal style and if that's ever like a question that comes up, I just have no clue how to answer that because I kind of just dress however I feel like dressing for that day. Um, if, if you are looking to get more fashion inspiration, I always recommend Pinterest. That's like my favorite social media app of all time. I think that's probably the most used app on my phone besides like messages and whatnot. <laughs> um, I think it's really cool, like, 
finding people, especially people that are around our age that are really passionate about fashion and like have all these tips and um, <laughs> I guess just ways that they dress that are important to them and seeing like, oh, like that's really cool. Maybe I can incorporate that into my wardrobe. Um, I guess for me, when I like want to buy something, <laughs> I normally go on Depop and kind of just like scour for hours and then I find clothes that I really like wearing and I can like picture myself putting with other things. Um, like connecting to like Depop, do you have recommendations where people can get new fashion clothes that might be inspiring to them but it's also, you know, a sustainable place mm-hmm. to shop? Yeah, so I use Depop mostly because um, I don't have as much time, I guess, for thrifting than I did um, before because it is a pretty long process, like going to the thrift stores and sorting through stuff. Um, so yeah, I'll always recommend Depop. Also, Poshmark is really good, um, and it's a lot less expensive because on Depop, people can be really stingy and hike up the prices. <laughs> I'm also guilty of that. Sometimes I sell clothes on Depop. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to make money. But <laughs> um, yeah, I guess just... Oh, ThreadUp is good too. And also they um, offer free shipping. You just have to be, I guess, more... You have to dedicate a little bit more time because um, on Depop, they have this like AI curated like picks that you like based on things that you have like saved or enjoyed and I was like wow that's like really mean because now they're like making me want to get more things <laughs> um something that I also do I feel like this is kind of I don't know it's like funny when I tell other people is on Pinterest there's this feature where you can save stuff to a board like from other websites and so I guess this contributes to how I try to be more sustainable, like really think about like my purchasing choices and like the clothes that I'm consuming because obviously I want to wear something a lot, like if I buy it, is you can just save it to a board and then like if you, I give myself like like a month long period. <laughs> I'm like, if I don't like this after a month, then I'm not buying it because then it's not actually something that I want to wear. I think that's kind of extreme, though. I don't think you have to do that. (laughs) It's just something that I like to do. Also, it's fun, like, making different outfits in your heads and being, like, really excited about clothes that you want to wear. I think that's all the questions we have today. Uh, Thank you for talking to the two most talkative tigers on campus. Oh, my God, it was my pleasure. Yeah, we're gonna keep workshopping that cat. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's perfect, personally. Um, do you want to talk about our next episode that's coming up? Yeah. So preview, uh, we're gonna interview Emily Nguyen, who is another senior here at Lick, who is the chair of the San Francisco Youth Commission. So we're gonna talk to her about that, and I guess how to get more involved in local politics here in the Bay Area. So yeah. yeah. Thank you all for listening. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you.